Welcome to the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. My name is Kyle Case, and I'll be your host on this amazing journey as we attempt to help you get the most out of your life. Joining me in the studio today is my co-pilot, Jeff Harding. Jeff, how's it going today? It's going well, Kyle. How are you doing? You know what? I am doing good. That's exciting. Yeah, I'm doing good. Thank you for asking. Did Did you know, I think you did know because you and I talked about this, but <laughs> did you know that tomorrow is... Falls Prevention Awareness Day. I did not know until you mentioned it. I really <laughs> did, didn't. Did you also know that tomorrow, September 22nd, is the first day of fall? That I did know. But did you see what they did there? The first day of fall and the prevent fall. It isn't but, that but, clever. But what's ironic is they can't prevent <laughs> fall the first day of fall. You're going to fall. You're going to fall no matter what. Yes, Because right. it's the first day, right? Right. But yes, tomorrow, September 22nd, is Falls Prevention Awareness Day. Mm-hmm. And what I wanted to do to get us kicked off here is just to share a couple of little uh, tidbits of information about falls and about how to prevent them, most importantly. Right. Okay, so uh, this information comes from the CDC, the Center for Disease Control, and uh, they found um, in 2014, so it's a, a couple of years old, this right. information, but um, I think that it's still relevant. They found that one in four Older adults reported a fall in 2014. One in four, 25%. Yeah. That's I mean, a lot, right? I, I believe it. Yeah. The thing that they're more concerned about is that that's only a small percentage of the actual falls. Oh, yeah. These were the reported falls. Right. So I think they think that a lot more people are falling down. Well, just in my own experience, my mom and dad, they would yeah. take falls regularly. I would see and the bruises on their anybody. arms, but they didn't tell anybody but family. And that's, yeah. of course, not getting reported. So they're, they're thinking that it's a lot higher than that. In uh, 2014, they found that more than 27,000, listen to this, this is, this is scary, 27,000 older adults died as a result of a fall. Hmm. That's 74 older adults every day. That's, so that's, that's amazing. A, that's a big deal, right? Yeah. And among older Americans, falls are the number one cause of death from injury and the number one cause of injuries. So it's something that we ought to be concerned about well, and, and aware of and, and uh, you know, trying to figure out what to do about it. They also right. have found, and this makes sense, that as you get older, uh, your tendency to fall increases right. somewhat uh, dramatically even. So something we need to be really aware of. So I want to talk about just a couple of things that you can do to um, hopefully prevent some falls. That's important to know. Especially as we get older. So right. we think that falls are just a normal part of getting older. They don't have to be. They no, are preventable. No, but they there are. Are, there, So there are some things, simple steps that we can take mm-hmm. to uh, avoid falls. Number one, this is important, even if it's embarrassing, number one is to speak up. Talk openly with your doctor about fall risks and prevention. Tell your doctor right away if you have fallen or if you're afraid that you might fall or if you feel unsteady. Right. Um, working together with your doctor, you can review all of your medications and discuss any side effects like feeling dizzy or sleepy, which can lead to falls. Certainly. So you want to be aware of that. And then see if taking vitamin D supplements for improved bone, muscle, and nerve health is right for you. Check with your doctor if that's a, a good fit, but that is something that might potentially help. That's right. Number two is to keep moving. We talk a, a oh, yeah. lot about oh, this yeah. in, uh, right. here on the radio show and associated with the Huntsman World Senior Games, the importance of being active, living the active life. Uh, activities that strengthen your legs and help your balance like yoga or tai chi can really help you prevent falls. So you need to be a, uh, aware of that and keep that in mind as you start to age. 
Um, it might get harder to to get up and get around, but if you do so, it's going to keep you from falling. I noticed you didn't mention mountain climbing on well, that list of things to do as you get older. <laughs> I, I'm fine if you want to climb mountains. I think I think that's great. Get yeah. up there to the top. But yeah, keep the key those, is is to be moving and to keep your legs strong. Sure, activities that strengthen your legs are important. Right. Um, here's another one that makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense and uh, is worth thinking about. Have your eyes checked. That's right. If you can't see, you can't, is you, the chances of you falling go Trip away. over things, right? Ha- have your vision checked once a year and update your glasses as needed so that you can see those obstacles that might be mm-hmm. in your way as, as you're navigating your house or out in the wilds uh, as it may be. But having yeah. your eyes checked, checked and being able to see is really important. What's ironic is you don't know what you can't see until you get your eyes checked. Yeah, right. So make sure that's a, a part of your regular health checkups. And then finally, make your home safe. Most falls do happen at home. So throw the dog and the cat out so you don't trip over <laughs> Well, if they're in your way or if you get, you know, or get those eyes checked so you don't have to throw yeah, them out. Right. But you can keep your floors clutter-free, remove small rugs, or if you don't want to remove them, tape them down or, or make sure that they're secure. Mm-hmm. That's a real tripping hazard. Add grab bars in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. That's an area where a lot of falls happen. Have handrails and lights installed on our, on all staircases. And make sure that your home has lots of light in general. Yeah. And by doing those things, that can help make your home safer and hopefully in the long run can help you avoid some falls. So we just wanted to share... Uh, a few tips on how you can avoid falls, especially considering tomorrow being Falls Pre- Awareness Prevention, Prevention Day, day. Right. and the first day of fall. And the first day of fall. <laughs> or autumn and the, the other word for it. Right, right. Well, today uh, I'm really excited uh, for our special guest. We have an incredible guest, Dr. Keith Darrow, an MIT and Harvard Medical School trained neuroscientist and clinical audiologist. He's also, Jeff, a Amazon.com best-selling author. Very cool. And hopefully we'll get to talk a little bit about that. But Dr. Darrow is considered one of the top specialists in his field where he specializes in the link between hearing loss and dementia. That many people didn't realize there was a link. Yeah, absolutely. Dr. Darrow, thank you for joining us today. Hey, thank you so much for having me on, guys. Yeah, it's really, really our pleasure. I um, I know that uh, the ear is also very involved with balance, speaking of falls and the things that we were just talking about. Um, so, so I was, I was, while you guys were talking, I was listening. Uh, I don't think I realized I was muted because I just kept wanting to talk. <laughs> you were like, right, you, you were sort of right up my alley. And I mean, I, I am the founder of the Hearing and Balance Centers uh, in New England. And so it sort of was pretty poignant. I was sitting there just, I, I had so much to say. <laughs> well, well, let's let's say a little bit of it. I want to get into the dementia dementia link as well, but talk a little bit about sure. balance and hearing and ears and what 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 did you think about what I shared and what can you add to that? So I I think everything you said was perfect. Now I've actually traveled the country, so in the last couple of years I've been focusing more on the hearing loss and the links with cognitive decline uh, and ways to avoid that. Um, but I have. Uh, at universities, at other symposiums, I have been teaching about balance and, and falls prevention, which is, you know, what you were speaking about. And, and I think you hit a lot of it almost, almost dead on. Um, the one thing, though, that was missing that I can't stress enough, and, and I, don't, I don't blame you, uh, because a lot of people, including um, physicians, don't realize that hearing is actually a leading cause, or I should say hearing loss is a leading cause of falls. 
Um, So you had a number of the stats right about uh, it being the number one injury-related death um, and and staying active, and all of that's correct. If you fall once, you're more likely to fall again. Uh, But hearing really plays a major role. Hearing loss plays a major role in, in your increased risk of falls. And is that because we, we know that the, the center of balance is in the ear, but as you start to lose your hearing, does it also uh, affect that ability to balance yourself? It does. So there's two things going on. So one is, as you age, the cells inside your ears, some of which are responsible for hearing, some of which are responsible for balance, they start to die off. Uh, it's a natural aging process like the cells in your eyes, and so more people have glasses as they get older. Right. And so, so, so that's happening you know, from a physiological point of view, but also when you consider the fact that you're losing your hearing, well, you're losing your sense of auditory environment. And so you know, we don't even realize, but our brain processes pretty much every step we take. It processes sounds bouncing off of walls, whether it be your footsteps, and so without all of those auditory cues, you are likely to fall more often. Wow. That, that is interesting. I, that makes sense. I, I feel like that does make it, a lot of right, sense. It, it, right. As soon as you say it, it's like, well, yeah, of course that makes sense. And the, the statistics are really staggering. So in the world of hearing loss, we classify your impairment based on a scale rating from normal, mild, moderate, all the way to profound. There's about five or six um, levels of, of hearing impairment. For each level you jump in hearing loss, your risk of falls goes up another 140%. Oh, oh my wow. goodness. This, yeah. And this... if you think about the, the average 72-year-old with that mild to moderate, maybe even moderate severe hearing loss, they are at a 300% increased risk of, of falling. It's, it's incredible. It, that that is amazing. Yeah, wow, that's thank, scary. Yeah. Thank you for sharing uh, that element. Sure, and, now, and we, I, but I can't stress enough the silver lining, yeah. right? To, to this nasty cloud is that the data is there. It's prominent. It's been released in several different publications. If you treat your hearing loss, that risk can essentially go away because now you are sort of replenishing that stimulation. You have more auditory awareness, and so people who treat their hearing loss are much less likely to fall. They've teased out that data, and it's it's pretty impressive. That that is awesome. I, I love hearing that. I, I like I like it when there's a problem, and then there's a solution to the problem. Yeah, uh, I, I find yeah. I find myself frustrated with problems without solutions, and there's yeah. certainly plenty of those. But that's that's sure. great to hear that there is a solution. You are listening to the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life, and we are listen, we are uh, visiting with Dr. Keith Darrow, who is an audiologist, a specialist in uh, balance as well as hearing. And the thing that we wanted to really get into, Dr. Darrow, is this link between loss of hearing and dementia. And I'm just going to say, I'm really fascinated by this on almost every level. I had grandparents who have now passed away uh, who who struggled and, and dealt with Alzheimer's. And um, so I saw that firsthand in my in my family and in my life. And frankly, I, I went to our, our health screenings at the Huntsman World Senior Games last year, and I went to the hearing screening that was uh, provided by Intermountain Audiology, and they told yeah, me that yeah. I was experiencing some hearing loss. And I got to say, I didn't do anything yet about it, but I'm definitely interested in getting a second look at it, a second if, uh, if opinion. If it makes you feel any better, <laughs> not that it should, but you are like... I'm not uh, alone. 
the 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 other forty million people in this country who don't treat their hearing loss. Yeah, you know, you know, Doctor Darrow, they rated his as the classification for his hearing loss is too much hard rock and roll as a kid. That was his classification uh, of hearing yeah, loss. Yeah, that'll do it to you. That'll you know, I you. I definitely love rock and roll. I'm not going to deny that. I love it. But I will tell you that sure. I was the anomaly. I did not listen to the earphones that were just barely coming out loudly. I didn't turn the radio up in my car. I didn't go to very many concerts until later on in my life, but I'm the weird one. I walk into those concerts with earplugs in my ears, and I know I'm the only one there that has. And, and I did know all that, so I was just giving but, him a hard time. But, um, but nevertheless, hey, well, well, then we should we should meet up before and share a soda or something. Cause I'm the <laughs> other guy who's in there with the earplugs. <laughs> so, ne- nevertheless, though, it's okay. I, it's a good thing. Yeah, I do. I do know that. Um, that I'm experiencing some loss myself, and I'm, I'm really interested in this link. So let's let's dig into that just a little bit. How how uh, how did they find the link, and what are they finding as far as um, you know prevalence of dementia and and hearing loss? So so I just want to say I really appreciate you sharing that that little tidbit about your grandparents, and and I have a very similar story as I'm sure a lot of our listeners do with their parents, grandparents, or perhaps even experiencing it in their own life themselves or with a spouse. So I watched, uh, my grandmother was very vibrant. She was full of life. I mean, she was the um, shuffleboard champion at her, at her where she lived <laughs> down in Florida for many, many years. And then once her, her muscles got bad, you know, she was still the cash register. She ran it. She was the life of the party. And then the hearing was getting worse. And then we noticed the cognitive decline was setting in, diagnosed with mild cognitive impairment, and then it advanced to mild dementia. And, of course, the hearing was getting worse. Now, at the time, I was, I was just a student learning about hearing, and, and nobody really knew anything about hearing loss and dementia, but I could see it. And, and I just had that gut feeling like I can see with almost every passing day, communication with her is getting harder because of her hearing loss, yeah. and the dementia is getting worse. I didn't understand it. I didn't know what was happening, but I knew there was something there that had to connect the two. And when you fast forward years later, um, John Hopkins Medical uh, Center and the National Institute of Aging put together a, a bunch of money. They were able to put forth this research where they studied aging. Now, they weren't looking at hearing. They weren't looking at dementia. They were looking at everything from, you know, male balding patterns to to toenail fungus. I mean, and everything in between. They were just trying to understand how people age. And the most staggering statistic to come out of it was the fact that people with hearing loss were at an increased risk of developing dementia and cognitive decline by as much as 200 to 500 percent. Wow. That, and that's it was, incredible. It was staggering. And that, that 200 to 500% is based on or is correlated to levels. So mild hearing loss, 200%, all the way up to severe hearing loss, 500%. Now, Dr. Darrow, you, you, earlier you said that like with the, the falls, that getting the corrective hearing devices in your ears can affect, can reduce that chance. Is the same thing true with getting the, the hearing devices in your ears with dementia? So, so that's a fantastic question. And it was the first I mean, I think every, you know, clinical specialist that focuses on hearing asks that question as soon as they read that first paper, right? So there was one paper that came out from John Hopkins, and then there was paper two and paper three and paper four. Now we're up to like 10 peer-reviewed journal articles that have found this link of hearing loss and dementia. And so everybody's chomping at the bit to answer your question, which is, okay, well, 
That's for untreated hearing loss. What if I treat my hearing loss? What happens? And we are now on paper number three that is showing that that increased risk can be essentially eliminated by treating hearing loss. It's, it's that powerful that keeping the brain online, keeping it stimulated, I mean, it's, a, it's use it or lose it. And so the data is, is really uh, leaning heavily in our favor to say, to answer yes, you can potentially prevent that increased risk. Good news. Th- that's amazing. Now, I want to Oh, it's just... fantastic. There was uh, the Lancet. So the Lancet is a, a study out of, out of uh, a journal out of Europe. Yeah. Just this, just this past summer, July 20th, they put out a paper where they looked at dementia and ways to prevent it. And if you go and, and look through it, it, it screams right at you. The single most preventable, the single most modifiable factor to prevent dementia is treating hearing loss. So, so that paper, I mean, that to me was the sort of uh, the seal that sealed the deal to say, okay, there was data trending, but now we really know it. And now it's important that we start to include early screenings, early detection, because like any medical disorder, the key to successful outcome is to find it early and treat it early. That makes perfect sense. I want to spin off of that question just a little bit and, sure. uh, and, and probe into the idea of what constitutes treatment for hearing loss. Is, it, is, is hearing aid the only thing, or are there other things that people can do to treat hearing loss or at least you know, be, be more aware of it? So, so there, there, are, there are brand new uh, technologies available that are that are suited for the medical treatment of hearing loss. Now, you used the words hearing aids, and I could, I mean, I still do, and I could imagine all the people listening, they all winced, and they all thought, oh, my gosh, the big, clunky beige banana. And, that and I'm going to be honest. Here, that, I don't want to. Yeah, that's why I didn't do much when they told me I was experiencing a little bit of hearing sure. loss, because that's what, in my mind, I envision, and I'm like, ugh. I'm not quite ready for that, you know? Yeah, yeah, it, it, and, and it is. I mean, when you think about it, I mean, we all have a story. We all have a family member, an uncle, a neighbor, a cousin who bought the traditional hearing aid, and what they got was a really expensive paperweight. Yeah. <laughs> um, or, or, you know, what always boggled my mind was, okay, well, I'm going to go out to dinner, so I'm going to leave my traditional hearing aids at home because everything is too loud. Yeah, so um, that's, that's... And, and it was it was disappointing. I mean, it, it's actually the reason I left the field of audiology for such a significant period of time. And I went off and I sought and got my degree in neuroscience from MIT and Harvard it was because I was frustrated with the outcomes of treatment of our patients. And then I came back slowly over the years, and and we've been working. Um, with, with manufacturers to develop a new technology, which is unlike a traditional hearing aid that essentially makes things louder. So today's neurotechnology is really designed to treat some of those cognitive aspects of hearing loss. They're intended to improve cognitive function, intended to stimulate the brain. They're intended to increase clarity, to filter background noise. I mean, it's a, it's a totally different world. Uh, in terms of treating hearing loss. And, and this is, I'm talking about the past 12 months or so that these innovations have come out. So this is real brand new cutting edge kind of stuff. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Dr. Darrell, we're running just a little short on time. I wish, I wish we had more time and I'm, I'm hoping that we can have you back on. Um, oh, that got, would be great. We've got a, a couple of minutes left. 
In those two minutes, what would you tell people who are starting to experience hearing loss about what to do, where to go, what, what is the next step? So here's the next step, because I know you've got a nationwide audience. The next step is to get a copy of the book. Now, that may seem like a shameless plug, but honestly, what we've done is because we knew, you know, we're involved with Huntsman, we're excited about people going to the games. I mean, active, active aging is the most important thing that anybody can do. Treating hearing loss will, will contribute to that active aging. So we've set up a website. It's called www.stoplivinginisolation.com. Okay. Okay. So that's the name of the book. And so we have this website and we're giving away free copies. So we've just inundated ourselves with copies because we want to get the word out there. So really the first step is to, is to basically take a read at the book and it's meant for that patient who's, you know, my, my age, I'm, I'm starting not to hear my grandkids as well. I go out to restaurants. I don't hear as well, but, but I'm afraid. I don't know if I want to go to the audiologist office. I don't know if I'm going to be sold something or my, you know, my, my spouse tried hearing aids and they were, they, they didn't, didn't work really out work, well. Right? But this yeah. book is intended for that patient to help them understand why it's important to treat hearing loss and what some of the new options are. Awesome. Give us that website one more time, Dr. Darrell. So it's stoplivinginisolation.com. Stop living in isolation.com. That's all one word, no dashes, no underlines. Stop living right. in isolation.com. Excellent. Well, that's, that's fantastic, uh, Dr. Darrow. Again, we're, we're excited to have you on the show. We're excited to have you here at the games in October. And uh, again, I hope that in the future we can have you back on the show and we can get into this even more in depth. Yeah, that would be great. I really appreciate you taking the time, helping me get the word out there about how important it is to treat hearing loss, help people change their lives, maintain independence, and really help reduce that risk of developing dementia. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, doctor. Absolutely. All right, guys. Take care. Okay. So, Jeff, as you know, registration for the 2017 Huntsman World Senior Games is closed. It's history. (laughs) It's done. Uh, but by the time that's all said and done, uh, we registered pretty close to 11,000. Yep. And we're going to have about 11,000 of our closest friends joining us here in St. George, Utah, this October, just really days away now. Yes, it is. And we're very excited about it. <laughs> yes, it's going it to be is. great. Yeah. <laughs> the games run from October 9th through the 21st this year. And put that on your calendars and come and uh, watch some of these athletes, whether it's in between your own sports as you're competing sure. or if you just have uh, some spare time. Come and uh, do that. You can visit SeniorGames.net and see the schedules and see when uh, everything comes together for the games. I also want to put a quick plug in for volunteering at the games. We need about 3,000 people to help us put on this event. And if you want a life-fulfilling experience, if you want to interact with really some of the best people found anywhere on planet Earth... Become a volunteer at the Huntsman World Senior Games. It's very easy to do. All you have to do is, once again, visit that website at seniorgames.net slash volunteer, and you can choose when and where you'd like to volunteer, and it's great. It is. It's great. It's, it's a lot of fun. And it, you get a cool T-shirt. And you get a T-shirt, which, you, you know, you can't beat that. No. It's a, it's a yellow shirt this year. And Bright yellow. And you, you will stand out. It is awesome. Don't forget to tune in next and every Thursday at 4.30 p.m. Mountain Time on AM 1450 or FM 93.1 for the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. And you can subscribe to our podcast by searching for Active Life on iTunes or Google Play. Jeff, here's our motivational thought for the day by motivational speaker Les Brown. The harder the battle, the sweeter the victory. 
Until next Thursday, stay active. Bye, everyone.